Welcome to Washoe Life, which is brought to you by the Communications Division here at Washoe County. I'm Nancy Lewenhagen, and I'm joined with... Bethany Drysdale. Nice to be here. Hey, hey. happy day. Yes. And summer. We got a lot, oh, we've so got a lot to that. talk about this summer. Yes. That's what today's all about. Yes. Our focus at Washoe Life is to tell the stories of people making a difference in northern Nevada and shine a light on the things that make life here in Washoe County just a little bit brighter, Drysdale. Shine a light, brighter. I know what you did there. <laughs> We're um, really, really happy to be here today. We're talking about a big event that is here in northern Nevada, uh, Dragon Lights. And uh, we're joined by Hoyan Liu and Colleen Wallace-Barnum to talk about this very interesting event happening through July. Let's start with Hoyan. Tell, tell our listeners about yourself, what you do, why you're here, and just introduce yourself to our listeners. Sure. Hi. Um, thank you for having me here, first of all. Uh, I... My name is Hui Yuan, and I'm the event manager of Dragon Lights. I've been with the company for six years now. I've been traveling with the lights uh, for six years, basically. Um, we've been to different cities, and we've been in Reno back in 2018, and I think people really loved it, and they remember it to today. So I'm really, it, I'm, I'm really amazed by that, and I'm really, really uh, excited to bring the show back. One thing that, uh, and I remember it from the last time I was here, and, and by the way, if you haven't been, it's okay, because it's really cool. I want to know, Hoyan, about the culture. How did this thing get started? So uh, it's a really long story then, but <laughs> that's okay. We got time. <laughs> the Lantern Festival dates back 5,000 years. Um, oh, sorry, mistake, 2,000 years. <laughs> the, the, I'm, I'm really bad with history, as you can say. Um, but um, it's, has a, it has a history of 2,000 years, and we celebrate it every year during the Chinese New Year. So basically, we made uh, this large light displays and we place them in the park and people would go out and enjoy it with their families and friends and it's a really nice tradition that we want to share with the rest of the world that's why we started doing this since 2014 in the U.S. but before that we've been doing that in other continents as well um, so uh, after a couple of years we are basically in um, almost every state in the U.S. right now. Wow so if you're in most states this is happening in Reno. People who may be listening in other areas, they should come up for this, or is it likely to be in a, a city near them? Uh, so for the summer, definitely come to Reno. Uh, but we are also doing other shows in uh, Oakland in, in the uh, wintertime, and we are also probably in uh Los Angeles, in Santa Barbara. Uh, if you're looking, like, if you're looking to do something in uh, the West Coast this winter time, we'll be there. And before we get to our park, I want to set the stage a little bit. You come in and you take a tour, so it's it's a little bit. It's kind of what I would describe as organized chaos. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> exactly. So it's a walkthrough experience. People come in and they will see different light displays. Um, they're staged at every corner in the park. So at every turn, every path, you see some, you'll be surprised at something different. Um, and, and you never know what's coming next on your walkthrough. So that's the best part of the show, I think, is that you can walk through and then you will be surprised at every turn. And what are we seeing? Are these sculptures? They're lanterns, dragon la lanterns? Right. So we call them lanterns because they have a, a frame of figures that's made of metal and um, they were all lighted up with LED lights. But of course, back in the day, um, like 2000 years ago, they were all made of bamboos and uh, rice paper and then candles inside. Um, but as time progressed, we've uh, changed the techniques, but um, it's like just even more beautiful and brighter. 
Basically. Oh, that sounds amazing. And, you know, by the way, we, we are a little biased, but the backdrop is our signature park. And with us, Rancho San Rafael, uh, with us is our park superintendent, Colleen Wallace-Barnum. And Colleen, this is, it's exciting and it's it's a great way to showcase our beautiful park. It is. We're we're um, we're thrilled to have it. Rancho San Rafael Regional Park is by far our busiest uh, regional park. It's centrally located, close to the university, close to downtown Reno, and um, the May Arboretum um, and Botanical Garden um, lives within Rancho San Rafael, and it is a fully fenced uh, facility, and so it's a perfect area for this Dragon Lights Festival. And uh, we had a, a really successful year in 2018, and we're excited to bring it back. So I'm curious, we're audio here, this is a podcast, can you describe, um, either one of you, I'll leave this to both of you, um, the smell, or is there music, like what, what are people, what's the sensory thing that people are going to experience when they go? So I think what's really neat about this is it happens during, you know, kind of the early evening hours. So uh, just as the sun is starting to go down and, you know, the temperatures, it's in summertime, so those temperatures are getting a little bit cooler and it's pleasant to be outside. And then as you're walking through, um, there is music and there's this very calming, soothing, you know, music and you've got this beautiful, you know, kind of art display out throughout the park. And it's things, um, you know, art, art displays of, of animals and things in the natural world. And it's really just, it seems, it's just a very peaceful experience and, and beautiful. And so people are not rushing, you know, they're taking their time, they're taking a lot of pictures and just kind of ooh and on. Ah, it's, it's a very pleasant experience. I, it was so enjoyable in, in 2018. So we're, we're just thrilled to, to, bring it back and have, you know, hopefully more people attend and, and experience it. So, of course, it needs to be at night. Uh, but is this is this the same similar setup that you do all across the country early evening as the sun is about to set, Hoi-Yan? Um Yes and no. So for the setting, uh, we, we, we work with different landscape in different parks, and then we have different displays to go with different landscape. And um, I just want to add to that when Colin mentioned the sunset hours, and it's really magical to see how the displays turn on and, and get the lights and, and that magical feeling. So what we are doing is that we have a magical hour. That's what we call it when the lights are turned on. Um, we are timing it at 7.30 this time in Reno. I know it will be still kind of bright, Right, maybe, but uh, the, that's the time when sun's starting to set and we'll turn the lights on one by one so people will see how these sculptures are light up and how they changed from a uh, like an art sculpture into a uh, lighted up uh, display at night. So I think that's something very, very cool to see. That is very cool. Um, this coincides with Art Town, the month-long festival of arts and culture in um, Reno. Uh, and you mentioned this a little bit, but um, dragon parades and lanterns have a cultural significance in China. Um, can you tell us a little bit about maybe some symbolism that we might see at this or um, what maybe some of the colors and, and shapes and symbols that we'll see? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a group of a total of 40 uh, displays this year, and all of them are different 
from 2018, except for the big dragon.、Um, this is the only display that we are bringing back because it's so iconic, and that's why the show is called Dragon Lights.、Um, and the dragon is a、uh, very、uh, big culture symbol in Chinese culture because it represents power and represents、uh, luck in in the culture. So that's why we are、uh, traveling with the dragon in most of shows, but of course,、uh, definitely in Reno because it, that's what Dragon Light is for. One one thing, and when we're talking, Colleen, about the the setting and the when you were setting the stage, I went back to last year with Art Town, and、uh, we we had the park prominently displayed for Art Town last year, and, and again this year it's going back down to Wingfield, but we had all of our events there. And as I sat there every night, or every night that I went to an Art Town event last summer at Rancho, I could not believe the beauty of that park. And and what you're talking about is as the sun comes down and you have to be there. Don't yeah, you? you do, you do. It's a it's a very I mean it's a busy park,、um, you know, in general. But in the summertime, you know, it it really comes alive a little bit more at night, right? Because it's it's the temperatures cool down. It's it feels a little bit better to go out and get some exercise and you know maybe have a picnic with the family or or whatnot. And so we encourage everybody to you know to do that maybe before you come to the event,、um, but、uh, certainly. Uh, you know, being a part of this is a unique experience and and to be celebrated. And I love that when I was reading on the the website, and it is dragonlightsreno dot org.、Um, you can bring your own food into the park,、um, no alcohol, so <laughs> leave the the wine at home. But、um, and there is food and drink in the festival as well that you can purchase. That's correct. Yes,、Ryan? that's right. We have different food vendors. We have、uh, the local food vendors that everybody likes. Especially myself because I picked them.、Um, I tried the food there, and I really loved it. And I, I I bring them back to to the show this year. And we also have traveling vendors from Vegas. Um, they're selling different kind of stuff. So I hope that will provide people different varieties and options, except for uh besides the lights. Okay, so you're the expert. Can you have a favorite? Tell us what your favorite um food vendor is, because that's where I'm gonna go. <laughs> we do. I was going the- there too. <laughs> <Yeah> . So um, there's a food truck. It's called Jasmine Express. I think they're at uh. Truck Friday as well.、Uh, I came to know about the truck when I went to Quark's Bistro.、Uh, that's my favorite restaurant in town as well.、Um, so they have this chicken wing that's that's really really good, and I basically eat out from that food truck last time when I was working at the show. And I'm really just really glad that he's coming back, and and yeah, that people can will have a chance to try it again. We know with all of these events, there's a small army that goes first of all from the Park and also from Dragonlight. So let's start with Colleen. What's it like to support an event like this that goes for six weeks in Rancho? Yeah, we we've started set up already. So it started on Monday, the thirteenth、um, of June. It takes a few weeks、um, to get all the lanterns in and then laid out and displayed throughout the arboretum. Um, and it, it is—it's all hands on deck. So we really try、um, to help as much as possible with,、um, you know, with Hoyan and her team to make sure we're minimizing, you know, an impact on the park, but also just maximizing the ability to, you know, utilize、um, the, our staff to help, you know, really with the logistics that need to take place, like where we're storing the lanterns until we can build them and display them and get them on site. So. Um, our arboretum staff is、um, obviously a critical factor in that. In addition to、um, our park operations and park maintenance staff that are that are housed at, at Rancho Santa Fe. And how about from the Dragonlight's perspective? Is it like a small army? 
Uh, <laughs> we do have a crew of about 20 people to set up everything. It's a really tight time schedule because we have 40, like I said, 40 sets of lantern. They're all larger than life. Um, they're all around the parks and, and we have two weeks to set them up. So there's a lot of coordination going on, a lot of logistics planning. Um, it's, it's just really great that the uh, park rangers and park staff are really helpful. Um, and we're working together to, to make this possible. So what, um, I've asked your favorite food, and I want to know your favorite um, lantern, and why, because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go there with my kids, and we're going to be taking a ton of photos, and what is, what would you say is kind of the, I feel like it's going to be the dragon, I feel like I'm backtracking <laughs> on my question, but I'm going to leave that to you to answer. <laughs> sure, I've actually been asked this question many, many times, sure. but I have a different answer every time, because there's a different uh, the different combination of this place in every show, and then there's always a different favorite in each show. And then for this year in Dragonlight, I think besides the dragon, um, there's a huge shark tunnel, which I think everybody will love, which is really cool. So you will walk through the shark, and then you come out from the shark, and it's like you're going through the ocean. And oh, then, my gosh. You know, <laughs> that, that kind of feeling. Um, and then the other one is... Uh, uh, a moving crab because it's all in the ocean world section. So I need to go back a little bit actually to um, to introduce the different sections in the show this year. So last time we were just the, um, sh- uh, putting up different displays that with Chinese theme and Chinese culture, but this time we actually have three different sections with th- three different themes. So the first one is Asian culture where the big dragon is and with some other displays with pandas. And then the second section is the ocean world where the big shark is. And then there's another uh, really cool display which is a crab that moves or that moves his clothes and then people can take pictures and and there will be bubbles coming out it's just surreal so i think people will really love it and those are my two favorites for sure oh that sounds amazing colleen do you have a favorite or you just you love it i'm just looking forward to the new displays (laughs) so yeah there were so many that were visually appealing i loved the jellyfish you know from 2018 and i thought those were really cool Oh, it sounds beautiful. Well, we're gonna we're gonna include a couple pictures of this as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, yeah. We'll be sharing this online, and and it is so visual. I I feel like it's hard to talk about something so visual, you know, through a, a audio <laughs> medium like this. Um, but we will share online, and um, can people? I have one last question for Colleen, or actually maybe Ian too, is um, can people go during the day? I know they won't be lit up. It's not the festival, but can you? These are larger than life. They're going to be there for weeks and weeks. Yes, we actually encourage people that the park is open and available throughout the day. Obviously, the lights aren't on during the day, but you can still see the displays. And we encourage people, you know, some sometimes school groups, you know, or, or, you know, a summer group, uh, camp group wants to come out and they're welcome to come out and, and walk through the Arboretum and take a look at the displays. Um, with, uh, with, you know, it's free to the public and it'll be open and available until 5 p.m. That's when we'll close the gates and then right. begin the ticketed event every evening. That's what I was going to say. For this, you need to get tickets. Where do you do that? Um, it will be on our website. This will be dragonlightsreno.org. And once you're on the website, there will be tickets and just linked. And um, yeah, so I, I believe it will be easy to find. Very easy to find. Well, thank you, Hoyan and Colleen. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's really good to talk to both of you. Thank you for being here and, and sharing this thing that people in Reno need to get, well, all of Washoe County, all of Northern Nevada, maybe Northern California too. They can drive over the hill and come see this too. Absolutely. Yes. Thanks for having us. Come yeah, check us you. out. Thank you both. And thank you to our listeners as well. If you have an idea for a future podcast, you can send it to Washoe311 at washoecounty.gov. 
Until next time, Washoe County. All right, everybody have a great summer.